Welcome, this is Voice of Change, a syndicated radio broadcast and podcast airing since 2011. Voice of Change is committed to raising the leader in you. And because time is the unit of life, I assure you that the next few minutes you have decided to invest in your own leadership journey will be rewarded with a definite paradigm shift. Stay with me on Voice of Change. Welcome to Voice of Change and welcome to yet another hat talk. My fascination with my country, Nigeria in particular, a country in Africa, has always been from my childhood the frustration of knowing that my country has such vast potential and looking on the other end at what limited output comes from this vast, vast, immense potential. Seeing a country which is the most populous in Africa, seeing a country which is by and large full of such intelligent people, so many PhDs, so many cerebral people, a people of such talent, as people of such prowess in almost every area, people of disproportionate talent and gifting, actually. On the other hand, with such dismal results, I'm thinking even as a child that what could account for it? How does a country possess such human and natural resources? And the real resources, like I've said, being the human resources, never mind the oil, the gold, the tin, the columbite that is found in Nigeria, the coal, never mind the agricultural resources. When I was a child, Kano still had crown of pyramids. Cocoa, we still export. We actually export a lot of food in an undocumented fashion till now to the rest of West Africa. How come such a country cannot even generate power <laughs> on its own yeah, and has the kind of them? How come such a country cannot just organize themselves to hold the decent elections that are free and that are fair? It takes a Nigerian leaving the shores of a country many times before their potential is celebrated, developed, and deployed. What is the missing link? It became very clear to me very quickly that the missing link is not the people themselves, though the people have a role to play, but the leadership that the people elect. It became very clear that it was the ruling elite that was the problem of the country. So as a child, I knew that the problem Nigeria has is the problem of leadership. I did not say the problem Nigeria had. The problem Nigeria has is the problem of leadership, a problem that has become even more exacerbated as the years go on. Things have not gotten better at any time, regardless of what we felt. It looks like from independence, things have gone from bad to worse. We are also proud of the young women who made us proud at the recently concluded Commonwealth Games in Birmingham. Um, the news is agog with that. I was really young when the first set of female footballers became first in whatever games they went for. And they got such lackluster gifts from the federal government. I didn't think maybe they should get gifts or not. That was not the premise. But I contrasted it to the Golden Eaglets who just came back a while before that and had won their own tournament. They were giving flats in First Act Town. They were gifted cars, all sorts of stuff. Those falcons came back at that time and they got some 
money. Nothing compared to what the man got. I thought about it and thought about it and thought, and ended up and maybe it wasn't gender discrimination. Maybe it actually just reflected the interest that the world had in women's football versus men's football. But should that have been the response of the government? Stay tuned to Voice of Change. We'll be back after these messages. Voice of Change, sponsored by AB Consulting and Awesome Treasures Foundation Partners. Subscribe to Voice of Change podcast today on iTunes and Spotify. And don't miss a single episode. Welcome back to Voice of Change. I'm your host, Olajumake Adenowo, and you can reach me at Jumoke Adenowo on Instagram. We are still celebrating the harvest of medals from the recently concluded Commonwealth Games in Birmingham, from Tobia Musha to Esebrume, Odwayo, Blessing, Genesis, Adija, Rufia to Alice. So many medals from the women. The women did us proud. But then the question remains, will Toby Amushan have become what she became if she was left in Ijebode Ogo State or in Nigeria, her country of birth? Can we fulfill the promise that every nation worth its salt should fulfill, which is to be an ecosystem within which every citizen is encouraged to fulfill their full potential? I stand here, never having benefited from any federal government scholarship, no matter what my academic ability or prowess was meant to be at any point in time. I stand here, never having benefited from any bursary from the federal government or even a state government. Therefore, I'm saying my education was in no way assisted by the government of any level in Nigeria. I'm in no way a beneficiary of the government. I'm a taxpayer who actually basically powers their house off the grid, whose water supply is off on the public water system, basically like many Nigerians, lives by and large independent of the state of Nigeria. What is left? We contribute money to build estate roads and roads to our houses and roads to our offices. We build our own roads. We basically come to Nigeria with our own infrastructure. And all the federal government gives us would have been the passport, but we pay for that too. And that, even as we pay for the service, remains the property, if you read your passport very well, of the federal government of Nigeria. What do we say then when young people decide that they want to hashtag Japa? What do we say? What moral right do we have to say, oh, stay back? Stay back for what? We are at a crisis stage now in Nigeria. I was together with some other employers of labor and one said six people left my office this month alone. Six people. Let me tell you what that means. Six individuals who graduated from Nigerian universities have trained. I'm sorry if I just stepped on your toes, which the employer had to train so they could be value added members of the firm perhaps trained for a year and a half. As soon as they began to get a hang of what they are meant to do, Canada, the UK, whatever destination takes them off your hands, it wouldn't be too bad if they practice the profession in those locations. But few get to practice their professions. They start again. 
I am not truly worried about the average Nigerian because we are a resourceful people. If we dump us in the middle of the desert, we will find our way and somehow convert the sand into profit to the Bedouins who are in the desert, make something out of them. We are that resourceful of people. But right now, the country is grinding to its standstill. We simply do not have the human resources left to run enterprise. Small enterprises, medium enterprises, any enterprise that requires skills, some analysis, and requires a period of apprenticeship. Like architecture, like medicine, I could go on. 2023 is not another election. 2023 is the defining election. What are you doing about it? What is your project 2023? I keep asking. What are you saying to the guy who comes to repair your TV? Yeah, the guy who comes to fix your roof. The woman you meet in the market. What are you saying to the Uber driver, the Bolt driver who took you to work this morning? What are you saying in the public transportation? What are you saying? Who is that parochial person who just have voted because of ethnicity, tribe and tongue? Or who is that person who does not even understand voting along the lines of issues? Who just feels you vote for people who come from your area or you vote for whoever gives you 5,000 naira? Or are you hoping that by 2023, your own application to Jakba would have been considered and you'll be gone? What if you are not gone yet? Everyone must have a project 2023. What is your project 2023? It's time for change.